Uh, good afternoon, folks. As I'm sure you're aware, we will be passing Mars in three days' time. Now, this is the closest we will come for another 32 years. However, today around 4, we will also have a very clear view on our port side. This might still be the clearest. Only try see this. We interrupt this scheduled broadcast for a breaking news update from the Sticky Buttons podcast. What is up, my friend? What is up, dog? How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm just just chilling out here in the city today. It's starting to turn into fall, and I'm loving it. You can see I got a got a flannel on. Flannel weather is one of my favorite types of types of the year. I just I just love fall. It's my favorite season, so I'm super pumped about just the vibes right now. So. <laughs> yeah, I can tell that flannel is a great lively pattern. It's got some orange and purple, or actually, I think it's I think it's navy blue. I'm a little bit colorblind, but yeah, my grandma got got, got this for me. So thanks, hey, grandma. Shout outs, shout outs to Gramps, grandma. <laughs> so today, I think we're going to be talking about two games that we're each playing, and we're going to be starting off with games that we're excited to play. So, Brandon, what are you excited to play, my friend? Anything that is- tickling the noggin? That is the question. What am I excited to play? You know, I am really looking forward to this Nintendo Switch kind of package deal where they've remastered some old uh, Nintendo games that were on the GameCube. It's That's Mario Sunshine. That's, you know, Mario 64, which was on the Nintendo 64, actually. And another Nintendo game that I'm not remembering right now is included in the package. I have heard of this. I think it's Galaxy. Yep, that's it. Yeah, I have I have heard about this. And I I personally don't have a ton of nostalgia for, for the series, but I would love to hear why you're excited about this, man. Is it just like kind of like just like the game library kind of thing? Just like play games that you've been excited to, or that you have played in the past or yeah, and Mario 64 is one of those games that I would play on my DS a lot, you know, voraciously. And it, and I never quite finished it. It was just one of those games where it's just so mesmerizing and there's so much to do and you really get lost in it. I want to get back into that. So you and, said you uh, played the – this is 64 and you played that on your DS? Yeah. I didn't – wait, so – Oh man, I get so confused with the the Mario the Mario franchise. So, for some reason, I thought that that Mario sixty four came out on the Nintendo sixty four. It did. There's there's Super Mario sixty four that came out on the Nintendo sixty four. But then there's also a Mario sixty four that was remastered uh, okay. for the DS and and gotcha. it's okay. Actually, sorry, I should have made that distinction clear. On the DS, it's called Super Mario sixty four DS. Okay. No, I mean I wouldn't have I wouldn't have known the difference anyways. Right. You know, I, I pretty much the only Mario game that I've like really gotten into was it was oh man it was like the the one that came out with the Wii. I don't really I don't even know what what it would have been, but it was like the one with the Wii, and you had like you could like shake it, and you had like the helicopter hats. I remember that one. Yeah. Me and my sister would would jump on the the co-op and play that, and we would just we would just run it. It's awesome. I had have a lot of fun memories playing with her. 
Yeah, that's that's awesome. I mean, is there any one of the three that you're more excited for than the others? Have you played all three of them before? Yeah, I've played all three: Galaxy, Sunshine. I'm I'm looking forward to Sunshine a lot because Sunshine, you know, I have the least memories about, so I'm most excited about that one. Did um, I check that one out again? Yeah, yeah. I actually have I have a I don't know if you would know this, but I have a question about how Galaxy's gonna go because I played Galaxy a little bit on on the Wii, and you had to like point like with the remote, you had to like point it at the Wii monitor and like that's where like your thing would point and i wonder how that's gonna how that's gonna play how that's gonna work out it's a good question because i mean i wonder as well i think that the the switch has like a little bit of motion sensor in it doesn't it yeah it does it does have a bit of motion sensor functionality and i do see a way that you'd be able to play galaxy you know on if you connect the hdmi you know connect the switch to your tv or monitor and you can like play remotely if you're too yeah but i guess like i guess there's also like it has to be you have to do it in handheld so you wouldn't have anything that you're pointing at so i wonder if it's like how it's going to do that i'm curious as well and there's only one way to find out yeah that's true so when (laughs) when does this come out it's already out i've just been you know kind of on the fence about purchasing it right now my my eyes just been on the markets recently and yeah allocating my money there yeah it's definitely um gaming's an expensive hobby and sometimes like it's hard to like set the money aside sometimes especially because like for us we we play so much and we all have we have so many games that like it's easy to be like oh like i don't need that game like i can just play what i have right you know but i mean like checking new stuff out is so fun and um there's definitely like anything has the potential to be like a changing game for you so but yeah definitely being smart with your money is something that I totally understand because I am also in the same boat. I'm saving my money up for a Switch, and that's yeah. kinda, that's kind of what I'm super excited about is uh, getting a Switch. And I'm really excited to get the, the new Pokemon game. I mean, oh, it's, yeah, it's man. new that's to a me. fun game. Yeah, I, I'm still undecided on if I'm gonna go Sword or Shield. That's I think you should you should go with uh, with both. That's what I did. I don't know if I can. Yeah, I don't know both. if I can do that. Isn't and that like, way you can, like, get yourself both starters and stuff and really hook yourself up. Oh, yeah, because can you trade in between? Can you trade? Yeah. Wait, so if I got both of them, I could trade all – I could get six of them on one and then take the other three back to the other one? You could do a lot of stuff with two copies. <laughs> so if you have two copies, do you have to have two switches, is it? Um, not really, not necessarily. You can still figure out stuff like with the pokemon bank and whatnot there's a lot of ways did you is that what you did sure i i am lucky to have a switch light and the switch Uh, use those to like interchange so yeah the answer to your question is yes i think you do need two switches to do that with the two copies it's a good thing i got you as a friend i can just uh, just do it online can't we we can we can do that online i can hook you up with a lot of pokemon for sure. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm really excited to check it out. I was actually just listening to a, to a podcast about it. Um, and I'm really excited to check out some of the new features. Um, as I was actually listening to it as I was playing Pearl, which is the, the newest one that I have. I'm excited for you because I, I know, I know you're going to put the time into it and really explore it. And, and you're going to have a good time being someone who hasn't played, you know, the newer games in the franchise for a while 
I found this out the other day because I was looking something up for Pearl and I found out that there's like fairy type Pokemon and I have not played a game with fairy type Pokemon that I'm yeah that's a new type man is that new for this one or is that has that been out for a while uh I think it's been out for two regions now so it's been out for this last region and the region before I used to I used to keep up with the Pokemon shows you know the anime and yeah it was it was you know fun to watch for a while but it just got really repetitive do they make a new season for like each game not for like each game per se but for each region when they unveil a new region in a in a game they have to make you know a, a story to follow you know explore the region on that on that note i actually did check out one of the shows you recommended to me last episode uh, i checked out that. checked out naruto you did and i i thought the first episode was was really cool i was really into it um and then the second episode i kind of like got 15 minutes in and i was like I don't know. Um, I, I was like, I'm sure that like it, it's going to move past this pretty quick. But then I was like, it was the, in the, the second episode, um, he just like Naruto, like just turns into that like really hot girl and like makes like yeah. elders like nose bleed. And then he like tries to teach this other guy how to do it. And it's like a, like, yeah. a really ugly girl. That's what you like. Not the like, and I'm just going to move on. <laughs> it was pretty funny. It was, re- it was really funny because I was just talking about that like concept the other day of like nosebleeds when <laughs> you know men see something like that and it's just like the idea of blood rushing somewhere and uh, yeah <laughs> I didn't know that that's funny it's pretty cool but he, Naruto has a lot of filler you know that's what I call a filler kind of yeah. they put that in there in the story to kind of give you like some and, and you know I I feel like I I gen genuinely i really like the filler i like it when they explore like character arcs in like different ways like i'm really into that so maybe i think i might have to give it a little bit a little bit more of a chance and i think i might i might take a different approach to it. i might throw it on while i'm doing something else um just to like kind of get invested in it i'm thinking that might be a good way to do it yeah man there's a lot of episodes you're in for a long ride if you get if you catch this bug there's a lot to explore yeah I'm kind of I'm kind of hoping I do in a way because I could really use a a new show. I hope so too, man. I'd love to talk to you about it. <laughs> I'd love to like get into it and see if they're like. I'm sure there's like fan theories and stuff like that, and I think oh yeah, kinda, tons. That'd be kind of cool. Tons. I want to know what happens to the the guy from the first episode that like um, convinced Naruto to like steal the. Oh, that was my ringtone. Orochimaru. Uh, maybe. The snake guy. No, it was like the. Actually, I don't know. He was just the, like from the first episode. The oh, the villainous guy who. Yeah, the like villainous. He, like, yeah, he like convinced him to steal the oh, scrolls. No. Dude, he's uh, yeah, that guy. You never see him again. Oh, <laughs> that's too bad. <laughs> I kind of liked him. I mean, like not like. Yeah, I was just like I thought that was kind of cool. Like if that's how they're gonna set it up, like a oh like man. The, the main villain that's like oh like I'm in this for me, I'm like only me. Yeah, if that's if you like that villain, I cannot wait till you see what's down the road because there are some villains that are just insane. Yeah, I think I think it's cool when like a, like a villain has like a, a cool narrative or like a good a good reason. If you were like set in their shoes, like and you like decided to go like full on bad guy, like you know, like maybe you could see yourself doing something like that. Like I think yeah. that's why like like Thanos is such like a 
a relatable like hero uh, from like the Marvel universe. Like, I fucking love Thanos. Really? You you can see yourself sacrificing half of the universe? No, because I I understand that populations grow exponentially, (laughs) but that wiping out half would not do anything. (laughs) But I I can like see what see where he's like coming from though. He's like I don't I mean like in my head I like I like this like also like I'm not the writer like I'm not creating that like I thought it was a cool narrative that they pushed. And I thought yeah. that, like, it's something to, like, if you don't think about it, like, too hard and if you, like, like, in the moment for, like, two hours, if you're, like, oh, shit, like, of course that makes sense. Like, there's a finite amount of resources. Like, let's just get rid of the people that consume the resources. Whereas instead, like, if you think about it more, like, if you have infinite power, you could, like, find ways to generate more resources so that more people can live a happy, peaceful life. But yeah. Whatever, I'm not Thanos, and the, the gauntlet and Infinity Stones are not real. But <laughs> you don't know that. Yes, that's true. Can't count that up. I had like a like a kind of like like a conspiracy belief in like the back of my head that the Matrix was real, and like not to say that like it's not. I know a lot of people, like in, in, including uh, Elon Musk, think that it's real, and like in my head, I was like, oh, like. If it was real, of course they'd make a movie call, like calling it out on what it was so that if anybody thought of it, they'd be like, oh, like you just got that from a movie. Like to like yeah. dismiss them. I was like, oh, like that makes so much sense. That's genius. But I actually, I learned, I like learned about some of the, like I was like really kind of, I was like, like kind of having like an existential crisis. And I was like, man, like is the Matrix real? Um, and then like, I like did some like research on it. And basically physicists like were like, if we were in the Matrix, there would be like a base pixel. And from the evidence that we can see now, like there's no base, like there's no base that our entire universe is based off of. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, Yeah. built upon. And it's like, it goes like infinitely smaller just as you can get infinitely bigger. It's crazy. And that's the evidence that they used to go against that. That's interesting that you're mentioning that. I was just reading an article on New Scientist uh, was talking about uh, the universe possibly being conscious of uh, being one conscious being oh, in and of itself i don't know i just thought it was a beautiful thought i gave it a read that'd be cool and uh yeah you know scientists were talking about how mathematically one could come to that conclusion that it is possible for the universe to be somehow conscious interesting article on the new scientist definitely i'd, I'd love to, to, read to hear that that argument because if like if you can make an argument for that you could also make an argument that our earth is conscious, mm. which, you know, I mean, like, like we're, like we're conscious, like, but I don't think that we know yet what is consciousness. Like we don't know, like we really don't know like how smart like animals are like, no, totally. Like, and stuff like that. So like, who's to say that like mother Gaia isn't real. I'm like, you know, our like earth mother isn't, isn't real. Who's to say we aren't like, we ha- we have a control over that. We just don't know it. Yeah, we haven't yeah. tapped into that consciousness, that level of consciousness, or that level of intelligence. Yeah, yeah, we got we got a long way to go. A lot of people think that we're we're the top dog, but I don't know. I think there I think there are bigger dogs out there. We got a big yeah, part though. I think there's some tools out there that we could uh, explore. Some more tools out there we can acquire. I think that we're just smart enough to start to realize how little we know and i think that's really cool yeah 
it's exciting. Gives gives me hope that just that that suspense and disbelief of what could be out there in the real world is, or like beyond, even beyond us. You know, it's just exciting to think that that. I'm hoping that that excitement is gonna like drive people more than like people's fears and prejudices. You know, totally. Because it's there's so much to discover. The ocean alone. The ocean is so interesting. I'm reading this book right now called Deep, which I've, I've talked to you about before plenty. And um, we're talking about dolphins. Have I told you this? I don't, I don't think you have, man. I'd love to hear okay, about Okay, I've told my, I've been telling a bunch of people about this. I've been driving people crazy. Because <laughs> um, it drives me crazy how insanely complex dolphins are and some of the work that scientists were doing to try and communicate with dolphins. You know, there were some scientists who, you know, they put dolphins in a tank and they got Carl Sagan. And I don't know if you're familiar with who Carl Sagan is. I definitely know who he is, but I, you, you, could, you could refresh my memory as well as our, our listeners. So well. to my knowledge, he's a theoretical physicist, yep. uh, just a, a well-renowned scientist. And they asked him to, you know, model a, an experiment where they could kind of decipher dolphin language. And they, they did, they made a lot of progress and they learned some of, you know, their calls. They were able to mimic some of their calls, you know, as hum as humans, we could like make dolphin sounds, not quite like it. Our, our sounds are, are more angular, but they're very similar and dolphins try and mimic our sounds. And it's funny because the sounds that we like make mimicking them, they, like later on studying them, dolphins kind of incorporated our sounds into their language because it was just like something so new. They were like, they had, they incorporated it because it was something that stood out to them, obviously. And, uh, but that's just like the beginning of a lot of the breakthroughs that they found. They also found that dolphins can communicate visually. They can make like a visual kind of, um, projection if you will in in the ocean for each other and it, it was really interesting because scientists were kind of learning how to do that as well like with their body and body movement or with technology <laughs> in the water they were like making projections as dolphins do it's, it was interesting work and like the end of like the culmination of it was they were you know, they deciphered this language and now they were ready to communicate. They were ready to take all of this language and get out there and talk to dolphins and try and see like their understanding of the world and show them our picture of the world and try and see what their picture was. And, and that's so exciting because they might be even more intelligent than we are. You know, their brains are a little larger. And I almost think there's no doubts, dude. I mean, they can use echolocation, man. There's so much, I mean, yeah. like biologically they're more advanced but like i think it'd be i i definitely can see that um they they might be just as intelligent if not more than us but they might not have the, the tools you know because like we're we're like us like you know like we're creatures that like we create tools and we've always created tools like with our hands right if they can't do that maybe there's a way that we could create something for them yeah you know, they might be That's our, that was our destiny of like you know, that's symbiosis mm -hmm. to make something greater on, to achieve something greater. Who knows? But, it, but that work was just so fascinating to me because, you know, that's like communicating with an alien species, mm -hmm. you know, like 
Yeah, you, no, who knows what Dolphins know? Yeah, and that's, you know, that's something that, like, if we ever, like, came upon, like, a, an intelligent species, like, who's to say that they wouldn't be, they wouldn't be, like, dolphins, and, like, they would have, like, a completely different vocal range, and while we're on this, I want to bring up bats really quick, because um, I actually learned something recently about bats, and it's, like, blown my freaking mind that I'm, like, so, like, I'm, like, just how is this, like, even, like, I'm, I'm mad that I didn't know about it, and I'm also, like, mad about why I didn't know about it, um, so, before like before this was discovered the like quote-unquote like definition of what it was to be a primate is the like the front of your brain brain and the back of your brain have to be able to like communicate and that was kind of like what um was like determined and i think it also like played a role in like the like how intelligent a species is if their like back brain can talk to their front brain and they discovered that like, like we can do it. Like chimpanzees can do it. Like all the other like primates, like there are some other like, like lesser apes that I guess can't do it, but like, I'm pretty sure like lemurs can do it. And they, they discovered that bats can also do it. After that, they completely changed what the definition is, what the definition was to be a primate. I was like, what? Like, that is so stupid. Like maybe like they have, maybe they are primates. Like, like, and I think that, like, I mean, like, if you think like about it, yeah. yeah, like, just look up there, look up pictures of them. Like, you it can kind of, I can see that. Like, they, look at their like, face. they, like, a lot of them look a lot like lemurs and like, just like on like a different, like, you know, like biological totally. path, path, you know, like they could like, and I think I was just like, in my head, I was like, that is like crazy that like, no, like we didn't know about this. And like, if you are doubting like totally. me on this, like, look it up, man. Like, I'm like especially to the listeners, like, look, look up what Braden just said um, about dolphins, like, look up what I said, like, that is, like, so cool that, like, we lived in this world with all these, um, all these creatures and stuff, but basically, like, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of upset about it, um, because, like, so, like, the word primate, I don't really remember exactly off the top of my head, like, if you are interested in this, like, you should look up what primate means and, like, the, the beginning of the word, like, the origin of the word, but I'm pretty sure, yeah. Um, basically the meaning is that like we're superior like and like we na- like you know like, like we came up with this name so like we decided that we were like the superior ape yeah uh, and I'm just like I think that's a little bit fucked up because if bats like truly are primates they have like the ability to fly and can use echolocation like they're totally more like biologically advanced than us yeah, I think that. I mean, we can use echolocation as well. We just don't do it anymore. But we really we have that option. I, I was I reading that in the book. We can. There are some blind people that actually like they do echolocation and they to a T can like walk up to a wall and stop and like just do crazy shit. Like, have you ever seen Daredevil? Like, there are there are blind people that like are on that type of timing. Oh, that's fucking cool. That actually that makes me feel better with echolocation about, about yeah. me being a, a human <laughs> that's cool dude where we are fucking awesome that's what i'm that's what i've learned in this book and it's inspired me to get back in the water i want to start swimming again oh, that's and awesome dude you definitely should. yeah i eventually want to get into free diving and like wow. holding my breath for three four minutes at a time like going down that is also a goal of mine man i feel like every summer i try and like hold my breath longer and longer. I think this summer 
I got up to like 40 seconds. But I mean, like, it doesn't okay. sound like that big. Like, it's like, you can't, like, if you're going to run a, if you're going to run a marathon, you can't just like get up and run a marathon. No, you know? totally. So like, you do have, like, that's like a, a muscle and like, or like your lung capacity. You have to practice that. Yeah, you definitely, you definitely have, it takes a lot of work. Yeah, dude, that is, that is cool. I, if you find a place to swim, let me know because I love swimming. I also would love to get back into it. I got a, got a Speedo and some goggles, man. I'll join you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, do some laps. It's good for my shoulder. As you know, I got some shoulder issues. Yeah, I, I have some shoulder issues as well. I, that's, I also love it for that. I feel like it's a, I feel like it's a good, like, all body workout. It's it's one of those cardios that you actually build muscle in. Everywhere you build muscle in your whole body. Yeah. And it, it feels good too. Like what I can't dude, I can't even like I mean like you obviously know this, but um like when you get into the water and it's like so cold and then you like do a couple of laps like and you're starting to like get into a groove and then like all of a sudden you're like hot in this like cold water yeah. and you're just fucking moving. Uh that feels yeah. so good that's oh man i want to get back in my pool i have a pool at my college that i use um but there's a ymca near me that i could also go to yeah i need i'm i'm debating on if i want to to spend some money and get into a gym it's important yeah i just kind of i'm kind of still worried about covid though dude it's not gonna get you i promise yeah i think that (laughs) i think that if i keep thinking about it for another couple weeks I might look into getting an antibody test and because I almost, I almost feel like I had to have had it because yeah. I, I got sick. Um, I mean, like I wasn't like, also like with our age group, like a lot of people in our age group are, are asymptomatic. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just feel like I living in New York, I feel like I would have had to have been exposed to it. Like, cause I've been careful, yeah, but totally. like there have been so many people that have been careful that have also got it, you know? Yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, let's uh, let's talk about some 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 video games that we've been playing, man. I'm really glad that we we talked about that stuff. That's fucking lit, man. I'm glad that I'm glad that you shared that about the dolphins. That's really cool. <laughs> I fucking love our ocean, man. I I don't know if I ever talked to you about this, but I wanted to be a marine biologist for a long time, and I had like I a, yeah, I had like a. A uh, little existential crisis in uh, like my, I think my junior year of college, where I was like, "Fuck, am I like doing the wrong thing?" And I kind of just stuck with what I was doing. Like I was like, "Man, like maybe someday I'll look into it." And then like after I got out of college, and I was like, "Like I'm like, I, I'm free." Like after I got out of college, I was like, "Dude, like I can do like whatever the fuck I want." And right. I was like, maybe I like should look into this. Like, and I was like, there were ways that I could do it with like the degree that I have. Like I could like, like work in like in the finance of like a, um, like an aquarium or something like that. I was like, like I could yeah. definitely like make it work. Dude, um, you could get into it without it, dude. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, cause I also like, I have a bachelor of science too. Like there's also things I could do. And then if I got like really serious, like, 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 yeah, like go and get a master's, but. I I actually I, I kind of decided that I decided not to and that I decided that I think I'm on the on on the right path because I listened to some podcasts about um, like ocean like ocean like the state of the ocean and like coral and 
like if I like watch like a video about like the pollution in the ocean, like I'll like I'll cry. And like it's one of like the few things that's like that will make me at the drop of a hat, like I will be like like crying for our, our oceans yeah. and our earth and it's just it's so sad to me. There's a lot of work to be done there. Yeah. I I'm I'm really trying to be optimistic about it. But I kinda I kinda somebody's gotta do it. Yeah. And I think I think that there are a lot of people that are really passionate um, doing work there. And that's kind of like after listening to that, I was like, I think that it might be in better hands than mine. Because I, I feel like I don't know if I have the stomach to to be passionate and have that energy for for something that I love and just to see it, to see it die. I don't think that I could. I feel like that would really fuck with my psyche because like I also like love being human. I'm like, I totally like get that the choices that we're gonna have to make are really hard and i think that i was like i might be better suited um to not be in the in this like community in that aspect of it ignorance is bliss no not necessarily no that's not what i'm trying to say like i i am very aware of how bad it is um but i'm saying that i think that for me i think that i might be able to make more of a difference doing something else than just like doing research. Gotcha. And I think that it, it, I don't think that my mental health, I don't think I'd be doing my mental health any favors. Like, I think that I would be, Yeah. like, even though that's like what I would love to do that all day. I don't know. If, I don't know if I would, if I actually did it because I feel like I would get depressed at the state of it. I don't know, but it might also make you happy to see some, some dolphins just jumping out of the, the water. Cause you don't go to dolphins. Dolphins come to you. I actually, I saw a dolphin a couple weeks ago. Did you really? I did. Yeah, I forget. I when I went, uh, I went to the beaches out in Delaware with with Aaron, uh, my girlfriend, and we like we were just sitting on this little swing at the hotel that we were at. Like there was like a they had like a, a porch swing, like right by the the pool, and I was like, that is awesome that they have like a a porch swing. And I was we were just chilling on it, and then I saw like this huge fish. And I was like, Oh my God, did you see that? Like, I was like, I was like, Oh, is that a shark? Like, I was like, Ooh. <laughs> I was like some jaws. Cause it's like a swimming beach. I was like, I'm about to see some jaw shit. <laughs> um, but then like I saw it again and it was totally like, there was like a pot of dolphins and they were like a hundred feet from the shore. And I was like, that is so cool. That is awesome. awesome. I wish I was there to see it, dude. I fucking love dolphins. I do too, man. Dolphins are awesome. I got a little, got a little fish on my koozie here. You can see this one. Yeah. <gasps> what fish is that? Uh, yeah. this, that's the surfing. I think it's just like one of those flying fish. It's the the, Patag- oh, okay. the Patagonia surf logo. Have you ever ever actually ever seen one of these like fish fly out of the water, like flying uh, fish? No. Like oh no, man, no. They're, they're cool. They have like the. You should look it up on your phone really quick. They have like the coolest patterns. I think I would just, I think they're just called like flying fish, but I saw one one time and they have like, just like some rad patterns and like some of them, like their wings are like kind of translucent, translucent. Let's see if I can, if I can pull one This one's like skipping over the water. They are cool looking. Yeah. Yeah, they're badass. They've got like two sets of wings. This is like a Pokemon. They do look like a Pokemon. Oh man. They should make a a flying, a flying, uh, a water flying water do they have flying water pokemons probably like i would say like a wish cash or like a barbroach man i really know my pokemon yeah i, I don't know the names man <laughs> yeah. 
I've never really loved reading. Maybe I'm just like, have like a problem with authority so much so that I didn't even want to read the Pokemon names. Maybe it was just your attention span. Like you just didn't have an attention span to like fucking read the thing. I get it. Yeah, that, that might be it too. Yeah, there's a couple uh, flying water. They got wing, Wingle on there. Yeah, yeah, they've got, they've got a couple. Actually, no, actually, those aren't, those aren't flying. Oh, I don't know how I forgot this one. Gyarado, Gyarado. Oh my gosh, dude, I can't. Gyarados, yeah, but that's kind of that's not really that's not. I feel like it's more dragon and, and water, or maybe dragon. That is a dragon flying type. Yeah, I don't think that's. I mean, like a, a little bit of water, but it won't learn fly. I can tell you that much. Uh, Gyarados could learn fly, actually. I don't you think can so. fly on a Gyarados. I think that I tried to teach my Gyarados fly. Maybe on the older games, no. But I remember you can teach Gyarados to fly. Like I've taught Gyarados to fly. And heart and gold, heart, yeah, heart gold. No, maybe it's just pearl. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be talking about some some other games. <laughs> do you wanna do you wanna talk about one? Then I'll talk about one that we've been playing. Yeah, man, I'm still on 2K heavily. I don't oh, get off it. Awesome. I'm playing my team a lot, which right now my team is looking pretty good. I got. Donovan Mitchell is the shooting guard. I got Kyrie Irving at the point. I got, you know, Luka Doncic at the center. Jason Tatum at the power forward. Just crazy, crazy young team, energetic. We get we score a lot quickly. And um, it's exciting to play with that team. Play a lot of games on that. On the My Career too. I recently have, like, Reallotted all my badges because I've been changing up my play style a lot. I've started taking less shots and I'm playing more like a point guard and focusing on passing the ball and you know facilitating the floor, the flow of the of of my offense. Um, just is, making sure all all my other guys score. Yeah, definitely. Is there a way that you is there like a, like a synergy stat or something like that? Like, is there like a way that you can like enhance how your team plays together? That's a great question. You know, there is a, a teammate uh, rating, which is, like, how much your teammates essentially, like, fuck with you. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it kind of allows you to get the ball more. When you ask for the ball, you can get it more. Or when you pass somebody the ball, they're going to shoot it. They're going to make it. Stuff, little things like that. You can run plays. You can uh, – they give you more, like, control over the uniforms you wear, over the songs that – play in the arena yeah you can ask for trades recently i asked for a trade because i'm tired of some of the players on my team they can't finish they you know they i i set them up with a beautiful play but they miss it you know and and that really upsets me i just i need some finishers yeah, on my squad be able to finish, man. if you're getting on the court i mean they're professionals and they're out here missing layups you know man i feel like if you were one of those players, that would be frustrating. You're like, I know I wouldn't miss a, miss a layup, man. Like, come on. But it's all the game stats. Sports are really cool because they do have that whole stat aspect of it. You know, like there's like people that analyze that. And sports statistics are a whole thing, man. They're really cool. But They really are. You know, I got to ask, how are the shoes, man? Any new sponsorships? Yeah, man. You know, Nike – I've uh, I've acquired a lot of sponsorships. They've been giving me a lot of incentives during the games. You know, every time I get a double-double, every time, you know, I get a fast-break score, every time I, I shoot three, um, I'm getting some VC. So 
you know, I'm really cashing up that VC and then I go ahead and use that on my, my team, buy some packs, rip open some packs and try and, you know, beef up my collection. Do you have any, uh, any like retro jerseys or anything like that? Yeah, right now I got a retro Dallas Mavericks jersey that I'm loving. It's like this green, this very like off green color um, that I, I don't know how they ever made it a uniform. I really have a thing <laughs> for like clothes that are just like, people are curious how it ever got off of the production line and that that uniform man if you saw it you'd be like this is so boring yet so intriguing (laughs) oh i love that man so your team like it's you the player that you made and then there's four other players but do you get to pick your city so the city is is just the team of you know the nba team and you don't you do get a say in the NBA team you get drafted on, but essentially it's all about the NBA draft and, and whatever team is willing to offer you a contract. I chose the New York Knicks because you oh, know, yeah, I'm I remember. born and raised in New York. Mm-hmm. And, and the Knicks did give me a contract. You know, the Knicks do need a point guard. The Knicks need a lot of things. Um, I'm playing for the Knicks, but honestly I'm thinking about leaving because as I said, people can't finish. I'm thinking about going to play for the Lakers getting a nice max contract because I'm playing like I'm playing like a star, man. I'm I'm gonna at this pace, I'm gonna get rookie of the year. That's for sure. I'm gonna get probably most valuable player. Fingers crossed. If I get those two awards, I'm definitely gonna get a max contract in LA. You should man. You should move. Move out to the smog state. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited for you, man. Or play with LeBron. Dude, that would be that would be fun. I can okay. I'm starting to see why how like like this could be like really cool for you if you like love or like super invested in like NBA. Because um, like I love you, basketball. That is like that is cool. Like you're literally like you are like a rookie and you're like in your hometown, like your home state, like on your home turf, and you're like about to about to be rookie of the year MVP, and then like you can go and like literally play with like LeBron and like that's that's so cool, man. Like I hope that. I hope that, that that happens where you would, what's your, what's your second and third pick teams that you would like to go to after the season? You know, if I get into free agency, if I don't get to go to the Lakers, I might, I don't know, man, that's a good question. I'll weigh my options. I might stay with the Knicks, see if they offer me a max, just see wherever I get the most money. So you're going to be a sellout. <laughs> hey man, I, I'm a professional athlete. All right. You know, and, and I'm entitled to, to such treatment. Oh, you should, man. I think it'd be cool to to go with the Raptors. I don't I don't know how you can beat the fucking Raptors. There's a cool ass mascot in fucking Toronto. <laughs> it's an awesome city. Shots out Toronto. How did they How did they play in this game? Like, have you played them at all? Yeah, I played the Raptors, man, and I just, I had a hard time beating them with my team. They're uh, you know a really good defensive squad. You know they really shut down the pace. They got some shooters. They got some shooters. Is this based so on the really season that they, that they won? Um, I believe so. I think the Raptors just won. I'm not too sure, though, who won well, the last finals. So what what season is this NBA? Uh, or I'm sorry. This what, is the 20 – it goes by rosters, which they get – the rosters get updated frequently based off of, like, live NBA rosters, what's actually going on in the NBA. Oh, so, okay. really? so, like, if you're yeah. – like, you could be playing a team that they, like, just updated their roster, like, the other day. Yep, like, and that happens, yeah. In real time? You can choose if you want that to happen as well. You can also choose a roster that you want the game to run on. That's but cool. I choose live rosters. 
That's fucking cool. That dude, that adds a whole another aspect to the game I didn't even know. Wow, that is cool. Dude, it's really intricate stuff. It, um, I, I love it. I love it a lot. But what I love most about the sport, the sport in general, is just like the data, the data side of it. Were we talking? Did I have this conversation with you about like data analytics and baseball and how it's like caused a radical shift in in the sport recently within like the last five years, also in the NBA? Um, maybe I I think that we might have talked about it briefly because I think that. I think that I might have said something about how I had like a sports econ class like I could have taken, but like I took stuff with that professor. I don't know. You go into it, man. T- t- say what you were going to say about it. Well, it's just really interesting to see now, you know, there's uh, on a lot of sports teams, there's a division just devoted to data analytics and seeing, just looking at the, the numbers and being able to see that if we put, you know, Kyrie Irving on the floor of Jason Tatum, you know, we're going to score X amount on Mondays and Wednesdays, stuff like that, which is just, it's just awesome to, to see how, how numbers can, you know, kind of predict what happens in the physical realm. It's yeah. exciting. I, I think that I, I might've said something along the lines of this. Um, so I took a, I had to take a business statistics class in, like for my, for my double major, actually, I think all business students had to do it. And I really, truth be told, I really got to give a huge shout out to, to Taylor. I wouldn't, uh, wouldn't have passed without you. We had had some study. <laughs> and, uh, you really helped me out. Uh, but <laughs> I think I got, I think I got to see in that one. It, you know, I, I thought it was really cool. I, I know why I, I didn't do so well in that class. Cause I also was like, I had a heavy load that, that semester so like if i had been taking like low like lower key classes excuses excuses hey yeah i mean also <laughs> it's a grade is a grade and it doesn't justify your intelligence not justify it's not a i don't think it's a good judge of your intelligence but i thought the shit that we went over in that class was really cool yeah actually now now that i'm thinking about it, i specifically remember like being like i wish that i could study more for this but i have other things i gotta do I feel but that. yeah, yeah. So that the teacher, the professor that taught that class, they, they were, they also taught business statistics, which I had a lot of friends take, and they told me a lot about it. I, I didn't really have time to, to take that class. Um, I was kind of focused more on like business history, economics classes. I thought those would be more useful. I learned a lot about yeah, some a lot of. I think that I. I think that what I learned about in those classes definitely like pays off more in like my day-to-day life than, than what sports statistics would. But it was like really cool because all the statistics models that we did with this guy were all from the sports class. Um, so I did get, did get quite a bit of it from that. And it was really cool because we had to do like, we had to build some like Excel models based on like, like tennis games where it was like, if this tennis player, is serving on the right or the left side and they the other the person that they're serving against gets one or two volleys or like like the the probability that they're gonna lose or win the point go like it it like for example on like a right-handed person if they were serving on like the left side it was like they're like if they if the person against them like has like two or three volleys, their statistics are just going to go down for lo- for winning the point. Like 
every volley, like every yeah. or after two, like if they can't win it in two, you know what I mean? Like they're going to lose the point probably, yeah. which is really cool to like how they can like pretty much come down to that. Cause like, I mean, like it does come down to that. Like a lot of the times where it's like, if you're an opponent, like if they're great, but they're like, they have like an injury on like their one ankle, you know, like you got to put the ball over there to where they got to use that. And if you can like consistently do that, like that's cool that, that they have that. I also took another class. I don't think I've ever have. I don't know if I've talked to you about. Have I talked to you about Monte Carlo simulations at all? No, I'm curious. Where are those? You should you should really look into this. And if you are a listener, you should also look into this because Monte Carlo simulations are fucking rad. Um, so Monte Carlo simulation, so they were invented by the the people that uh, or the scientists that worked on the Manhattan Project. And they basically, okay. they like made this mathematical and statistical model model that, that would, they were like, they were like, this is going to determine if the, the hydrogen bomb is going to blow up the world or it's going to like end the world kind of like they, they were like, they, they made this um, simulation to determine if the atomic bomb, I, I definitely misspoke. I said hydrogen, if the atomic bomb would blow up the world, it does not take a genius to make this like to make a Monte Carlo simulation, it takes a genius to invent it, <laughs> which they were all geniuses and they invented this. But if you are an, a, a little bit above average intelligence, you can totally do this. So that's like what it was made for today. Oh, so I'll, I'll basically like, I'll, I'll kind of tell you what it is. So like a, a Monte Carlo simulation is you have like all these variables and you have it in a mathematical equation. Um, you have all of these variables and basically they, they come out to like, like a total. And then, so like, it's really easy to do in Excel because you can have like all of these variables and you can do like, like a, like give me a random number in between two and five. And you're like, that's your variance. And you're like, and like you assign like a value to that. Like that's how much it's going to vary. Like realistically, that's how much it could vary. And you, so like you have all the variables and how much they could vary. And then, you have that equal like a sum. And then at the end of that, you basically run it. So like you, so if you run it twice, you're going to get two different numbers. Um, right. Cause like, cause there's like a, there's a variance and it gives you like a random. Right. Like it, can go, it can range, but there's like all, like almost every, like there's probably like 12 to 20 variables and they're all randomly generating numbers. And like you assign those, those values and then you run it a thousand times and then you take the average of the a thousand yeah and i see so that's like so like basically you're like that's probably what's going to happen so that is that allows you to make a prediction mm -hmm. like within a a pretty reasonable it's probably going to be close to that based on your variables now if you change one of those variables like it like if you're wrong on one of those variables it changes the whole thing so it's like there is like some error like there if your variables if you're off on predicting the variables, but some coefficient of error is that what it that is? Yeah, yeah. I'm taking the stat yeah, it's, class. Yeah, yeah, it's all gonna it's all gonna. Um, oh man, I'm trying to remember how much it's. I think it's if you well then there's also like which curve you're going on where it's like a standard distribution or like an L like so like for example. Oh man, this even this even gets in a little more into the weeds. So if you're going to do this for like some variables, you want it to be a standard distribution and you're going to have an so like 
for example, like what kind of what you're, you're saying here. So like if you make some, like one of like, let's say there's 12 variables and one of the variables you want it to be a standard variation. There's like a, there's like a one or like a, there's a point, a point five percent of a chance it's going to be outside of that, uh, outside of the range. So like you're like, so like if you like tell Excel to like, for example, to like give you a standard distribution of numbers in between one and 10, you're going to get um, about half a percent of that is going to be outside one and 10. Yeah. That's, that's a standard of error, which pissed me off as a student because I was like, I told Excel to like give me something in between zero and 10. And it was giving me like, like a negative number or like a little something over 10. And I was like, why is it doing that? But like, yeah, that, that's the standard of error there. So yeah, that's, that's something that, that can be frustrating, but like also like if you run something a thousand times in a, in a number generator of like that kind of distribution, like you're going to get a little bit outside that. Yeah. Which is, which is nice. Um, because like if you're, if you are trying to like to do something, you're trying to do like, what's the completely unexpected variable. So like, I think like a lot of, for the model that I did, I had to like, like population, like I was like, population is not gonna like it's not gonna be a standard distribution like it's pretty much gonna stay the same like to like a little bit of variable so i gave it i did it like a like a left curve it was like it's probably gonna like it's just gonna go up is kind of what i assumed exponentially actually i think i did i did that for something else that was based on the population because i didn't do a standard distribution for my population but wow i really talked about a lot of numbers there it's a yeah, man. <laughs> it's a of, we got we got lots of numbers. We went into like a a number tangent there. Yeah, but um, I want to know what some games that you've been playing are. Yeah, definitely. What have you what have you been playing? So I I've been playing two games, and I'll kind of I'll kind of let you decide which which one I talk about first. Um, so I I picked up. Tony Hawk Pro Skater One Plus Two. Oh yeah, that that game is is thirty nine dollars. Uh, on on it's also on EA Plus. I also got Star Wars Squadrons, which is another thirty nine ninety nine. Oh man, you pulled the trigger on Squadrons. I don't even know if I told you. Did I tell you? No, you were telling me how you were on the fence, but you didn't tell me that you pulled the trick. Oh man, I it was so it came out on October second, which was a Friday, and I was like, oh, fuck it. I'll buy it. <laughs> I heard you. Heard you, Blake. <laughs> like I said, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, which which one would you like me to, to talk about first? Dude, get into squadrons, you know, oh. because I've heard I've heard some I've heard a lot about Tony Hawk, but I, I haven't really heard a lot about squadrons, and I think I'm on the fence about that. I kind of want to get into some some Star Wars games myself. So put yeah. me on. Um, so yeah, it's, it's only been out for three days. So, so this is just like my, like my hot take, um, that I've, I probably, I pretty much devoted all of, uh, yesterday to playing it. I mean, like I, I very easily like could have spent my entire day playing it, but like, I kind of like played for a couple hours <laughs> and like took a break and like had another spurt. And then like, after I finished <laughs> the objective that I was like trying to do, then I like, Played it a little bit more, and then I was like, "Dang, done for the day." <laughs> um, okay. So this it's it's complicated with this game. So I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about 
I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna judge it based on its intentions, and then I'm kind of gonna go into it a little bit. Uh, where to start here? So so Star Wars Squadrons is a it's a game where you're in the cockpit of a of a fighter, like a Tie Fighter or an X-wing, or there's a couple other like classes as well. And they they actually this is probably my absolute favorite part of the game so far. Um, they give you the ability to toggle your power. So like in the TIE Fighter, which is the, the Imperial Starship, you have weapons and ex- like you have weapons on the, the right side and your maneuverability and engines on the left side. Okay. So, so like in the first mission, you're like, basically you're flying around and your, your engines are stabilized and they're like, they're like TIE five blow that up like like shoot those turrets down like basically like blow that shit up and then it's like hey switch switch your weapons on what why is your tie stabilized for like don't you like don't you want to get a victory for the empire and basically you like use the d-pad and you like switch well actually it gives you the option um to choose whether you want to start out as the rebels or the empire that's and they kind of said in in the like it said in the story and like from like what they said about the game's release that they're like, you can like, it's going to, it's going to toggle back and forth um, in the story mode. Um, But like, I, like, I think the first mission is the only one where you get to like, you have like a choice. And I, I I normally like, I'm always choosing the rebels, but I I don't know, maybe I just like an underdog because this is like after Endor and like kind of know the empire lost that one. And then they kind of lost the rest of them, but (laughs) I chose the Empire, and it actually takes place. the The first mission takes place like at the beginning of it all, like when the rebels are still in their infancy a little bit. And yeah. it's I'm not I don't know if I don't know if I really want to spoil it too. I'm actually not going to spoil the story at all. I was thinking about saying some stuff, but like it's only three days. I mean, like actually by I mean by the time this comes out, no, I'm I'm not going to spoil it for you, Brandon. So I I want you to kind of decide on your own um, if you're going to get this. Uh, but yeah, so, yeah, so then you play it a little bit. Uh, I played the story, um, and it's it's cool because they have that like like to where like like when you switch it to your weapons, like your weapons are like significantly more powerful, and you can like shoot them faster. And but yeah. like you're also like kind of a little bit like a duck in the water because you're like you can't really move as fast, and like you can hardly move at all. That's also like when you get to like play is like the actually i keep saying the rebels but they're in this game they, they're they very clear in stating they're the new republic that is that's what they're they're calling themselves and then the empire also like kind of mocks it a little bit they're like huh. Listen, the new republic they can call themselves whatever they want but they're still rebel scums i don't know, i just think that's kind of fun <laughs> yeah but so what's what's cool is that in when you're on the the light side the fighting is tie or fighting as X-Wings from the New Republic, you have a third power um, that you have to toggle in between, which is your shields. Mm. And so you have your shields, weapons, and um, your engines. That's a lot and to keep up with. It is a lot to keep up with. And it, it's... It, this is, this is going to be one of my biggest gripes about the game. Is it? It's just uneven. You know what I mean? The one like one starship has a shield and the other one doesn't i played a lot of i I played a couple hours of the multiplayer on on the weekend 
and they they just kind of I, I did random faction and it lets you either choose if you want to play as an imperial or a rebel and then if you choose right. random uh, I didn't know this but like um, until after I did it but if you choose random you get like an XP bonus for, for choosing what? so that, that definitely helped me out a little bit and I can see why they're doing that That's because sick. it is very clear that there's like an imbalance in between the, the two factions a little no, bit no yeah and that's good. Every for every single match that I did random, I was the Empire, which is okay. not surprising because they're the bad guys in like the franchise. Nobody wants to be the Empire. Nobody wants to be the Empire. There's two currencies, um, like in-game currencies that you can get from multiplayer. There's a currency to upgrade your starfighter. So like every for every um, rank that you get an increase, you get one. Actually, you get you get two ability you get like they're like square basically i'm just gonna call them square and stars because they look like the squares it looks like a square and the other one looks like a star if you get a square like it costs one star or i'm sorry one square to upgrade like an engine or uh a hull or your turrets or like your secondary fire or your tertiary fire or you know like those kind of things um, so you get yeah. you get two. So you get one for each faction, like one possible upgrade per faction um, every time you upgrade a level. And you also, I haven't, I mean, I haven't maxed it out. Like I, I don't think I'll ever max them, max them out. And then you also get 200 of the star points. And there's like a bunch of different like ways that you can like customize inside of your cockpit. Because I think I mentioned before, like it is locked in first person. And I'm not like, like I kind of said, I was like, I kind of wish that it wasn't locked in first person, but like one of the cool things about it is like you can customize what you see on your dock. Like in right. the, like you can like, one of the things that I thought was the coolest um, is like, if you have a TIE fighter, you can like hang your dog tags, like your, your Imperial like ID. And it kind of looks like a dog tag from like the top of the, <laughs> and That's like cool. you can also like, if you're on the, the light side, you can get like a, like an Ewok bobblehead, which is pretty cool. Um, so, and they also have like some, like the, like all those customizations, uh, all the really, all the cool ones. So like, there's like, there's like a couple tiers. There's like a 200 things that cost like 200 and there's things that cost 400 things that cost 800. And then there's things that cost 1200. So, Dang. and like this, so there's like everything, like all the things that you can buy with that are like outfits, for your pilot helmets for your pilot skins for your um ship and then like you can customize the inside of your tie fighter as well and you can only get those through like ranking up in the multiplayer right Um, so like they have a it's a pretty short pretty short game um story-wise i haven't finished it yet but i mean like it's only like they they say online it's only like eight to ten hours and like there's there's basically 14 missions and I've definitely played over five um, and I didn't really, I, I played a lot of the, the online multiplayer just cause I wanted to, to get um, like one of the like $1,200 skins um, in game currency. I was really wanted to flex. Yeah. I, and I did that because I, I wanted to see if, cause I, I ended up buying like an engine upgrade cause there are four classes of um, ships that you can pick in the game. Um, like, so if like you're in a lobby and you get shot out of the sky, 
you can pick between like four different classes of ships and they all have like their own advantages and and whatnot and i noticed that uh well i i don't really know yet because i've only i only played as three of them really right because i got like there's like a daily challenge that would give me some coin for um like playing as an x-wing or as a tie fighter so there's incentive to like stick to one and like for for me and that like for my daily challenges yeah after i after i got that i kind of switched it up a little bit but I so basically I ended up getting like an, an engine upgrade and it it stayed or like actually it was a weapons upgrade and I could use it I saw that it was also unlocked for another one of my ships that like it was a different class of ship so I was like I wonder yeah. if I buy a skin is that skin gonna transfer because um, I'm like those right. are like there's so much that you can spend this in-game currency on like it took me like yeah no nah, that's a lot that's like a lot, especially like that's six ranks. That's six to ranks. buy skins for every individual like class. So there's eight ships. So you, have, you get one of those skins for eight ships, and it takes you a little over an hour. You know, that's you know that's they probably like want hours. you to. They probably sorry to cut you off there, but they probably want you to like get your skin for each individual one because you can probably buy the currency in the game. Well, and maximize I, I didn't, on the, I didn't on the see that yet. I'm, I'm sure that I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm wondering if, yeah, because there, there are two in-game currencies and ones like for like your actual ship. I, I wonder if they're gonna do that. I didn't see, I didn't see any menus for like a store. Which like maybe I just like was, maybe I'm just so used to blocking it out of my brain that I didn't even see it. But I, I don't, I don't think that I saw like a store for in-game currencies yeah. so so that's kind of like a like an overview of it i'm i'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah i'm kind of gonna get in get into to what i thought about it so so like the intention of the game is kind of what i'm like what i'm gonna judge it on um i feel like like i'm like a i'm a self like we're new to this i'm kind of like self-proclaimed a self <laughs> you know what i mean so i don't really i don't know how this is gonna go but this is like my game review i guess it's like my game review yeah. this is my hot take on Star Wars Squadron, so oh God, I, I guess I'll just come out and say it. I thought the game was fucking trash. <laughs> wow, um, what the fuck? I know, I know. I was not but, expecting that at all. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, so so because of that, I was like, I gotta, I gotta think of something good to say about this. He's um, like, I'm not really, I'm not really into. I don't really think that you can bash anything, and like, I think that like. Even this, like, I do not like this, but there are like some really good things about it that I'm gonna that I'm gonna talk about. Um, like, first off, for for me personally, I think that the the bil- the ability to like toggle your energy in the in the starfighter to like weapons or maneuverability is fucking rad, and that is a cool game mechanic that I really hope sticks in like this type of Future game. games. Yeah. I guess I'm just gonna. I guess I'm just gonna rip into it a little bit and then kind of. I guess I'm gonna rip into it and then end on the positives. I think that that makes me feel a little bit better. Yeah, the, I thought the graphics were kind of trash. I mean, like, so like, yeah. here's the thing. Like, it's not a full. It's not a full game. Like, you know, it's like, I mean, like, yeah, you're. I mean, you are still spending forty dollars on it. I didn't think the graphics were very good. Um, like me personally, like even like, like you can't even like, like zoom in. So like, this is a game mechanic that like you cannot change. Right. It, it has nothing to do with my feelings. This is just kind of like how, how it is. And then 
I have feelings about it. So if you are in a starfighter and you can see a, an, another, it says how many meters away they are. And you have okay. to, you cannot hurt them unless they are within a thousand meters. So like, oh, what the f- yeah. So like, if you see somebody, obviously like you are in this sim and like, so if like, if you like see somebody flying and you're like, they're further away, you're like, oh wow, I'm going to shoot like way in front of them. And then if they don't change and they run into my lasers, like that's on them. It doesn't like, I mean, like it lets you shoot, but it just says like out of range, all like the, the, I looked at everything that's like, like all the different customizable things, like the max range is a thousand meters, which like, if you're like, like trying to like go around the map and like hunt it, like hunt people, which I think is how the game is intended to be because a lot of the lobbies that I were in, it was like best person, the best Katie that I saw was like seven and three. Like most of the games, like I'm wow. going like two or three kills. That's tough. And I'm dying two or three times. Yeah. Which like it's I don't think it's meant to make sense. Yeah, I don't think it, you're. I don't think it's meant for you to because you're in a like, dominate. Right. Like, and I mean, like there are four classes. Like, like you are not supposed to be that much. Like that might be just because like the game just came out and yeah, kind of like are still oh. figuring it out. I think that might be part of it, but like, I also think like, I'm like, I think that like you are meant to have, like, because you can, like, you can also repair your health and like, you can, like, if somebody's firing at you, you can straight up switch all of your power to the maneuverability and then you can just buzz around them. Like, you know what I mean? Like you have that option, like in that moment, like you can also like drift, like you can like boost and like, you can do some like fucking Poe Dameron shit in this game like you can really like like you are in control and like if you are a, a better flyer like you can totally out like you have the ability to totally outmaneuver somebody and like I've totally outmaneuvered somebody and like that was really cool um, and I think that I don't think that like in like an actual dogfight and like that's like the game mode is dogfight like you're not gonna have like like you know what I mean like you have one plane one life you know what I mean and like the planes are also like I mean obviously like this is not like meta realistic. You you can tell like when you're in it, you're like, this is like inexpensive, like part of like the war machine, I guess. You know what I mean? Like it's like, you're like, I should like, if somebody's firing at me, I should be able to switch to my engines and get the fuck out of there and find cover. And there's like, in like, in these maps, like, I guess, even though I don't think the graphics are that great, I will definitely credit the the map design because there are so many ways that you can find cover. Like I, I definitely, like, I would definitely kill myself at least once a match i mean there were a couple that i didn't kill myself but like i definitely like killed myself a couple times from running into something where i was like like all right i gotta do a quick turn and then i just like ran into something that i didn't know was there but like it's also like that's easy to do because it's locked in first person you know what i mean there's so many blind spots that you can't see yeah which i'll I'll come back to because that that's kind of me judging it by its intention also just like some other things so like I we had talked about this and like this is not a way that you should judge a game. I am judging a game, this game on this a little bit. Like my like I had my Xbox on like literally all day and like my fan did not turn on once. <laughs> and like that like my Xbox is about as old as he's an oldest time Xbox. He's an old man. He's a turtle. He is a fucking turtle. He's a fucking tank he's on his last breath his last stretch and i think that we've mentioned in previous episodes like any pretty much any game that i run now it's like wheezing sucking in as much air as possible and like i literally had my xbox on all day and the the fan never turned on which like not to say that like you should like judge it by that but 
it, I was very underwhelmed. And, like, also, like... And your Xbox was, too. Yeah. I mean, like, it's really not that big of a game. It's only, like, 23 gigabytes. Maybe it's, like, 28 gigabytes. Um, so, like, that's, like, the multiplayer. And, like, the story mode is, like... The best part about this game, for me so far, has been, like, jumping into the story mode being in the x-wing or the tie fighter and then like going out on these missions as like an ace and like that is so fun like i'm definitely immersed in that but like i also like i'm also savoring it a little bit because i know that's the my favorite part of the game and i know there's only 10 hours of it like i know there's only 14 missions and i've already completed most of them or well like half of them so like like if you are like wanting to get this game for like a really cool story and like you consider your like I'm I consider myself in the weeds like I'm a definitely a Star Wars gamer like I I kind of the reason I kind of said fuck it is I was like it doesn't matter like how if I if this is love the franchise I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna buy it and I also like I have some misgivings about EA as well but then like Me too. I also like Me too. not to get like too not to get too much ahead of myself but like I was blown away by Tony Hawk. And that's also an EA game. And they do so many cool things in that that I was just kind of like really underwhelmed with some of the story stuff. And like this really kind of took me, what I'm about to like say next, like really took me out of it. And like not that, like I said, like it is like my favorite part of this, like the story was like jumping in and like fighting the X-Wings or like being in the, like in the cockpit. Like that part was rad. But then when right. I got out of the cockpit, like to go to my next mission, I couldn't, like, I couldn't walk around. You'd have to like look and point at like, so like if two people were talking and you were and you wanted to go talk to them, you'd have to like click that. Like you'd have to like move your cursor with your, your joysticks and like, so it was like a point and click kind of thing. That's, that's annoying. You have to point and then it takes you there. That's a little off putting. And, and I'm like, this is 2020. Like, I feel like we've, I feel like we've moved past that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's, like, the developers weren't trying with, like, the movement capabilities of it. Kinda. Well, I, feel like, I feel like we can't really knock the, the – I feel like we can't knock the devs on this one. I don't think it had anything to do with them because, like, I mean, like, this game, like, it got leaked that it was going to be announced. Like, I think that – I don't think they pushed up the timeline at all, at all because it got leaked. But I do think right. somebody was like, hey, how much longer, like how, like how much time would it take you to make this element of it? And they're like, oh, it would take this X amount of time. And they're like, oh, you got to cut that. I'm, I really In feel half. like that had to have happened because yeah. the way the dialogue is, is structured. Um, so like if you like, like, for example, if you go up to talk, like you have to point and click, you can't walk up to it. If you like point and click at somebody and like go and talk to them, they talk in like really short segments and then there's like a pause and then they just move on to the next thing. And I'm like, what the Weird. fuck? And then I was like, it hit me. I was like, Oh my God, this is like a, it's a dialogue tree. It was not like, it didn't give me the option to choose what I was going to say to them, but that's how it was structured to where I was like, Oh my God, like this totally was meant to be a dialogue tree to where like you yeah. had to like give them different reactions in order to get that line of dialogue. It was like, I didn't have that option. So it was just like, and then it, like, I'm, and like the pauses were like pauses. And I feel like they left those in there on purpose for like somebody for me to be like, oh, this was supposed to be a dialogue tree, but it's not a dialogue tree. No, I, I don't think they did that on purpose per se. Well, I mean, like maybe they had to, to like, to make it like make sense. But like, it was clearly like the end of a thought. And then like a totally random new thought like came up. Like one of the characters like that I like talked to, like it got like really personal. And I was like, 
that guy like that guy really personal out of like nowhere which I mean like obviously like if you're an ace like your like your teammates and your camaraderie is really important you know but then it just it felt like it felt like that was like to me it was like if you want that option or it's like oh like I don't really care man like I just want to get out there you can just navigate the dialogue tree to do that but then you're like oh I want to see what this guy actually has to say like you choose those ones you know yeah it feels like it gave gave me like the the intimate one like the full intimate ones and like i'm i'm cool with that i just feel like it wasn't earned you know what i mean it wasn't warranted yeah no well i mean like i wanted something out of this you know what i mean like i got the i mean one of the people that i could talk to was wedge antilles which is one of the people that like survived the when they destroyed the first death star like that was one of like the pilots Yeah, and I was like, that would have been cool to have the option to like do a dialogue tree. And I think that they had meant to do a dialogue tree just because of the way it was like structured and it was like the start and stop. And like, you can't even like look around. So like, even if, even like when you're in the hangar, like this really kind of got me. So like, like I said, like I bought this skin, like one of the legendary skins. It took me like a couple hours in the mock. I couldn't even see it. Like once I equipped it, I couldn't even see it. I had like what, what I would have to do to see it is I'd have to stand in front of the TIE fighter, click on the, there was like an eyeball, like point and click at the eyeball. And then it like gave me an option to like point and click to the ramp. And I like point and click to the ramp. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, but like, I'm also like, I'm in a 3D space. Like I wish that I could just like take the joysticks and like look around, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's where I was like, I kind of like after playing it, like after my reaction, I was like, you know what? I was like bummed out. And I was like, I'm- I could see why. And, and I was like, this really like is not what I wanted. It's not what I expected. And then I kind of like, I was like, oh, I was like, oh man, like I like the Star Wars community can be like, especially the Star Wars gaming community. Like I was like, they can be kind of rough. Like I kind of wonder what it's gonna be online. And I was like, kind of like holding my breath a little bit. There was a lot of reviews that were like, oh, like this game is like trash. Like I've already like requested a refund. And, like there's all kinds of like that, and like people just like bashing it and bashing it. And, like like I said, like I think there is something to be be here. And then I would like, and then I was like, what are these people with like five stars saying? Like, are they just like kind of mindless? And then it was like, oh, of course. And it was like, of course that I knew, I knew this in my head, but like, because it's not me, I didn't experience it. I didn't think about that. They made this game compatible for VR and for pedals and a joystick. So like after I got, I knew that. So like, if you are in a VR headset, this game would be fucking rad. Because there's nothing like this out there for VR. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing. I, I would venture to say this is probably, like, one of the best VR games that has, like, come out for VR. It is a VR game. They put it on the Xbox and the PlayStation so they would make more money. This shit was definitely made. Well, I don't know about necessarily PC. What? Well, well, yeah, I'm going to say PC. Because, like, the pedals and the joystick. Yeah, like, VR. VR, yeah. Like, I, I'm, I'm sure that you could buy it on the, the Oculus Quest. But if you have the ability to check this game out for VR... Like you like hundred percent should, which is also would explain why the graphics aren't as good because they have to like, there's like a, a minimum, there's a minimum frame rate for frame those rate. things and that I'm sure this looks amazing in VR. So if you are a PC gamer and you have pedals and a joystick, yeah, that's awesome that they, that they made that like, like this game is for people that like love those like flight simulators and like, this is for people that, and like having it locked in first person even makes me, like of course, like this is this is for simulators. People who love doing that mm-hmm. driving simulators. I I think that I'm I'm cool saying that this game is just not for me. As somebody that's like a Star Wars gamer that like loves, I I love the the narrative and the Star 
like the Star Wars characters and like the narrative, like like that's my favorite part of it. Like yeah, I also like really liked. I, I personally like Battlefront 2's like online Starfighter better because um, you can shoot people from more than a thousand meters away. But in like if you are, you can shoot people from a distance. Yeah, so like if you're, but if you're gonna go for the the, the simulator, like that like that makes it more realistic. And I think that like if you're especially if you're looking for like a combat flight simulator, this has got to be the dream, you know. Dude, people love simulators, man. I have a friend that has a really really realistic driving simulator because he just loves speeding, but he doesn't want to die, <laughs> so he just sim- he simulates driving. I'm on, like, really fast cars. That's really cool. Yeah. Does he do it on, like, tracks, or does he do it, like, on country roads? He does both. He does a little bit of both tracks, country roads. He shows, he sends me videos of, like, a lot of stuff. And, man, this shit looks so fucking real. Oh, and, awesome. and, like, he has, like, the headset and the pedals and, like, the gears. And, yeah, man, he's he's really invested a few racks into this. That's awesome. But, you know, that's what he likes. Yeah, and I mean, like, like people, like, like I said, like, the joystick and the pedals for, for flight simulators, like, it's, like, its own genre. And, like, for people to, like, have the ability to jump into this and do that. Yeah, people who have the means. Yeah, like, that is, that is 100% what it's for. I actually think, like, I think Logic streamed on, I, I don't know this for sure, but I think I saw a vi- an Instagram video of his where he was, like, oh, like, Star Wars sent me like a joystick to like play this on my switch like we're gonna be checking out oh squadron so and he was like in a cockpit i was like that's fucking cool so like that's probably gonna check out logic's twitch because i'm sure that he is gonna have like the experience like if you're more like me and you're like this i wanted a star wars game and this is not really a star wars game it's like a flight sim game you should check out logic's twitch or like maybe check out a twitch to where somebody's playing it on the vr yeah, because I think that I think that's experience. you'll probably get the experience out of it just from kind of watching. Yeah, totally. Do it rather than totally money. And I just don't think it's built for for somebody with a with a controller. Me either. I don't know for sure if this is true, just because I mean it's only been out for three days. I think that like if you're in a VR headset and you look around, like I'm sure that you can see like like a blind spot. You know what I mean? Like if you look over your shoulder in VR, I'm sure that you can see out the window. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, cause like if you're like if you think about it, if you're in a car, you can't see your blind spot except for in the mirror. And like there there could be somebody right there. Or if you look. Right, but like so like if you have a VR headset and you take a look over your shoulder, you're gonna see that. And I bet that if like I bet in VR you can see more of the cockpit and the world around you through the cockpit. Yeah. That's kind of my take on that. I mean, I'm glad that I checked it out. And I, and I think that like, I, I kind of had really low expectations. And I mean, like, I'm, I feel like I'm justified in being disappointed, but I'm also like, totally like, I'm like, yeah, this just is not for me. And this is for other people. And that's totally fine. So I'm glad I checked it out. Um, but if you like, we're kind of looking for like a multiplayer thing for like Star Wars, I'm, I'm probably going to say this probably isn't going to be for you. I, I wouldn't yeah. recommend it to a friend. And, and the reason I wouldn't recommend it to a friend is because if you, if this was for you, you would already have it. <laughs> that, and that's that, but. That's that on that. That's that on that. I have been fucking loving Tony Hawk though. Yeah, dude, that's an awesome, yeah, I have, my buddy has it as well, and he's, he's loving that. I, I have, I have zero that. experience with this franchise. This is my first Tony Hawk game. I think that that's that's kind of cool. I kind of I that's kind of why I wasn't gonna pick it up. I was kind of like I don't know. I don't know if this Tony Hawk thing is for me. Have you ever played any of the Tony Hawks? You have any experience with them? I played like the games on like PS2, the Tony Hawk Skate 
something. It's just like a story mode. Yeah. Very fun game. Really fun game. I played on the DS too. You had the Tony Hawk game. Mm-hmm. Skating game. I just love like getting on a board and like simulating because that's shit I wouldn't do in real life. Yeah. Like the sports thing about that is like, I, I know I would never definitely learn to ollie. I could definitely learn to kickflip, but like I would never do that because right. doing like all these moves that are like boneless. Crazy. Bro, no way. No way I would ever put my body through that and then get right back up and <laughs> just do some more shit. Yeah, bro, it's never happening in real life. And I just be testing my limits in those skate games, bro, like Skate 2, Skate 3. Man, those are some fun-ass skating games. Skating games in general are just fucking fun. The soundtracks are fucking amazing. You learn, you just get so many, like, there's this one song that I got from, you know, Tony Hawk game. And I think it's by the Transplants, mm-hmm. the California Transplants, something like that. It's, I think it's called Babylon. You said Babylon? Oh, man, I gotta, I gotta find this song for for everyone on this podcast because it's such a good song. California trance. While you're looking, I'll kind of just kind of talk about some other stuff. I, dude, yeah, I love the soundtrack on this. I'm really loving just hopping in. And it's also like, not that I'm like overly busy. Like I literally jumped in for like 30 minutes on my lunch today. Like had my lunch and I was like, hey, I got like 45 minutes left. Like I'm going to jump into Tony Hawk for like 30 minutes. And that was super chill just to be able to do that. I like the soundtrack is like really relaxing. I really like the sound of the board though. Yeah. The sound of the board. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the, like the sound of the tricks and the boards and stuff. Oh, when like it lands and stuff like the FX yeah, like, are really accurate. Grinding. Yeah. I'm into that. They definitely, that's interesting stuff, man. Like people who work at like the acoustics or like sound engineers mm-hmm. who like their job is just to like capture those sounds and, you know, different variations and how they like, play with the game that's interesting work i'd love to like just pick somebody's brain a sound engineer's brain yeah have you ever uh seen the oh my god what's it called it's the documentary about the mandalorian they talk about the soundtrack and the sound design and how they made that you should really check that out no i haven't i haven't i should check that out though i've been seeing it on disney plus yeah that's that's really cool and like that dude is that dude definitely i, I like his vibes <laughs> oh and i found the song yeah, so yeah, the is the transplants and the name of the song is California Babylon. California Babylon. Oh, I'm definitely gonna check that out. Yeah. I'm you know, I think that we should probably we should probably wrap it up, you know, but I'm definitely I'm definitely gonna talk some more about Tony Hawk later. Um, maybe we could even do like a whole episode on Tony Hawk in the future. Yeah, we can definitely I can try and, you know, embellish my memories on on that on those games and just, you know, get back on that for next episode. Definitely. We can have some Tony Hawk, some skating game vibes. We can have a skate game. Skater, skater vibes, bro. But yeah, I, I love Skater it. vibes. This, this game really blew me away. It really does some cool things. And I'd love to, to get more into them. Yeah, I'm just I'm just kind of pumped to talk about it, dude. Yeah, I I've kind of checked out more more than I can handle right now. I got a lot on my a lot on my plate on my game plate, but <laughs> that's the name of the game, man. It was always a lot on our plates. There's a lot, a lot of games on the game plate. I'm at a game buffet right now <laughs> just eating yeah. just eating mm. all right man we wrapping it up this is the end man let's wrap it up man it's been a very productive episode we got a lot out we got to talk about you know i got to talk about those nintendo games that i'm excited to play i got to talk about some 2k oh yeah you know you got to talk about star wars squadron you gave us that really in-depth overview of the game i don't think i'm gonna get it anymore i don't think you 
Um, <laughs> but you know, some viewers, I think some viewers out there might might be swayed towards it, especially yeah, you know, the VR, definitely the VR users. And it is cool. And like, um, it is, yeah, it is rad. I feel like I kind of bash on it a little bit, but it is it is cool. And if you like, you'll know. Like, watch some gameplay. If this is for you, you'll know. Um, and if it is, check it out, yeah. man. It's not a full, it's not a $60 game. So like, actually, if you're like, Hey man, maybe I've never played a flight simulator and I'm kind of interested, check it out. Cause it's, it's kind of, it's not that expensive. Not at all. All right. Well, Alrighty. that's it. Peace down the streets, my friends.